Hello and welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and today I want to talk to you about rewriting limiting beliefs, changing the story about what you tell yourself from what may be a disempowering one to an empowering one, changing the story you tell about yourself about what is possible for you with wealth, success, love, healthy relationships, all of the things that you are wanting to create from within and make manifest in your life, you have a story about them and the story is either working for you or working against you. And as we change these beliefs, what we are changing is our self-talk, that program that runs in the background that for the most part is usually running on autopilot and we are not even aware of it. When I really began digging into my self-talk and wanting to empower myself and make real changes, I didn't want to feel these things for a moment, but I wanted that story to become permanent, to become the foundation. I wanted my autopilot to change tracks. And so I began listening to this program by Shad, and he would often say that when you listen to the self-talk and you are rewiring your subconscious, it's like you are learning a foreign language. And when he said that, it really um, struck me and I found it interesting, but it was only as my self-talk actually began to change that I understood what he was saying and how powerful this statement is and how true it is. When you change your self-talk, it really is like learning a new language. It's learning a new way to speak and to think. And so what is something that's important to learning a new language? Number one, immersion. The more immersed you are in a language, the quicker and faster you are going to learn it. So for me, for a long time, when I was working on my self-talk, my limiting beliefs, I would have moments throughout the day. Maybe I would work on it in the morning or in the afternoon or just when I was feeling really low, but it was not a consistent practice throughout the entire day. I wasn't tuning into my thoughts all day. And so recently I have began experimenting with some different things. And one of them was to set a reminder to go off on my phone every hour. And at first I had it set to an affirmation and then I had it set to an empowering statement. And actually I'm going to read the statement to you. So every hour my phone notifies me that I have a reminder and then this pops up on my phone. Hi, this is your inner self. I believe in you. I've got your back, good or bad, win or fail. I'm on your side cheering for you, supporting you, and knowing that you're amazing. You can do anything, and in the end, you will always succeed because you are powerful, worthy, and capable. So on average, this is not how I talk to myself, and even reading that out loud to you made me uncomfortable because I could feel that voice in my in the back of my mind thinking, oh, this is too much. You sound like too much. Nobody believes that you would ever talk to yourself this way because you are not that good. You are not that worthy. And that negative self-talk was trying to kick in. And so that's why every hour I come back to this and I am just 
reprogramming that in as my normal. And every hour when I come back to it, I tune into how am I feeling? How have I been talking to myself? And I let that statement sink in and I make it an immersive experience. And I also have self-talk audios that I recorded myself that I play when I'm in the car, when I'm putting my laundry away. And I actually just did an episode about self-talk in regards to manifesting and working with the law of attraction. That is episode, let me look. Okay, so that was episode 81, manifesting and the law of attraction, self-talk and the subconscious mind. And in that episode, I explained a lot more about how self-talk works. And then I went through a self-talk that you can listen to and just put it on in the background to help you become more immersed in these positive statements. For a long time, like 15 years, I kept trying to learn Spanish and I would go in and out of my lessons and I just couldn't get anywhere. It was not sticking the words, the vocabulary, nothing about it retained in my brain. And so I just began to tell myself, I'm not good with foreign languages. My brain doesn't really work with this kind of thinking. It can't adapt itself to this. This isn't something that I can do. Other people can do this, but I don't have the capacity to become fluent in another language. Later, I moved to Holland and I was in a relationship with a Dutch man and I lived there for a year and a couple months, like four months, I think. Within a year, I understood Dutch. I could speak it, not well, but I could get my point across. I could say what I needed to say. I could understand what people were saying to me. I read a full novel in Dutch. Reading for me was, reading was easier for me than like speaking, but for the most part, I understood this language and this blew my mind because I had been so fully convinced that this was not something that I could do. But when I was plucked and put into an immersive environment, it just began to happen. And I did put a lot of effort into it of listening to podcasts in Dutch and making sure that my partner and I would speak it as often as we could to practice it. But because I heard it all the time and it was just the words and the energy that was coming to me, my brain began to rewire itself around this language. And this really made me question for maybe the first time the power of belief of the things that I told myself I cannot do that I can do, but I just kind of needed to be pushed and to be shown that yes, you can do this, that your brain is malleable, you can learn new things. And so when we talk about rewiring beliefs as um in regards to being like learning a foreign language, yes, you absolutely want to have as immersive as an experience as you can, because that is going to get that in there as fast as possible and get you thinking in this new way and show they show you that yes, you can do this, but you have to make this the dominant language. And so, so much of this really is looking at what are the podcasts you're listening to? What are the books you're reading? What are the shows you're watching? Who are the people you have conversations with? Who are you hanging out with? What do you talk about? And looking at are these immersing you in the language and the self-talk you want to be living, or are they maybe the self-talk, the language of something you are trying to move on from? And this can be 
a little bit uncomfortable and something that we resist because we listen to podcasts, we watch shows, we read books that often make us feel comfortable. We want that comforting experience after a stressful day or when we're not feeling well. We want something that feels resonant. And so that's where you have to push back a little bit and maybe not choose the thing that has always been comfortable. Choose the thing that is pushing you into your next level self. And I don't want to say pushing, but maybe like gently nudging you forward because we don't want to push. We don't want to force. We want to always honor ourselves, listen to ourselves, be kind to ourselves, and then You can even bring in that self-talk of, hey, I know I've always watched this show about crime or murder, but this makes me feel afraid. This makes me feel not good. And I deserve to feel good. I deserve to see goodness in this world. I deserve to feel safe so that I can go do the thing I have always wanted to do. I deserve to have new thoughts and beliefs in my mind and really encourage yourself that you are worthy of this and it's going to be worth it. And if you do return to those things that you've always known, that's okay. You're not trying to exhaust yourself or overwhelm yourself, but you are trying to really create a new picture within yourself. So lately I have been reading memoirs of people who are successful and overcame stuff. And and I do love a good murder mystery, but I just had to kind of get honest with myself of this is not helping me to learn the new language I want to learn. And I will come back to these books when I feel that I'm no longer going to kind of use them to reinforce a belief I no longer want about fear, disempowerment of being scared of just the world. And so it's giving yourself this time to really take on something new and knowing it's worth it. And so it's asking yourself, would you give up what makes you comfortable for a month in order to see profound changes in your life? They often say it takes around 30 days to create a new habit. Are you willing to turn off the noise of what you've always known and, and put something new into your mind for 30 days? And again, those comfort things don't require any extra energy from our mind. Um, One thing about learning Dutch is I was tired all the time, but it's because my brain was using so much energy to create these new thoughts. And if you already are tired and that's a common thing, this is a busy world, you just want to be gentle with yourself and going quiet can even be as powerful as, you know, working, actively working to program in this new language in the sense of, if you think I don't have the energy to put into a self-talk program into learning something new, that's okay. That's where you are, but just tune out what isn't working for you. So it might mean more quiet time, more meditation, more walks, more just sitting outside in the sun. Letting your mind go quiet can be a very powerful experience and it will help you to restore your energy so that you can begin learning this new language and reading the books, listening to the podcasts, watching the shows that all 
reinforce this beautiful, powerful sense that self that you are working towards and that you deserve. For me, my self-talk has always been very self-critical. And so the language that I'm learning is one of self-compassion and speaking to myself with love and kindness. Everyone in my family is critical of themselves and everyone around them. They are a critical, negative group of people on the whole. And I don't mean to like throw them under the bus because I know they're doing the best with what they know. And it's not that I don't enjoy them, but they, that is just the language that they know. So when I think about me learning Dutch and trying to speak it for the first time, it was uncomfortable. It was embarrassing. I felt like I don't really know how to use these words together. This isn't who I really am. And my brain kept wanting to go back to English where I feel confident. I feel like I know how this works. And that is what we are doing when we rewire our beliefs about who we are and what we can do. We are getting comfortable with something that we don't know. We are learning to speak and think in a new way. You really are learning a new language when you rewire your self-talk and what you believe is possible for you, who you believe you are. And just like learning a foreign language, when you begin to speak to yourself in a new way, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It will feel embarrassing. It will feel like this isn't really who you are. You don't know how to do this. And you will want to continually retreat to what you know, where it is comfortable, where you feel confident and capable, or at the very least competent. I feel extremely competent when it comes to speaking to myself negatively and to tearing myself down, telling myself why I can't, why I'm not good enough, why I'm not worthy. I know that language well. And here's the thing about learning a new language. When I began to speak Dutch, I often felt a sense of loneliness because I couldn't fully articulate myself. I often felt like a child. It was difficult for me to express complex subject matter. I had to speak very simply to state my needs or what I was feeling. And in social gatherings, I would get quiet because I couldn't keep up with the conversation. So I would just often just be sitting there feeling extremely self-conscious because I'm just sitting there saying nothing. Um, and a lot of Dutch people speak English, but when they gather together with people they know, they're going to speak their language. And so in social settings, there was a sense of loneliness, a sense of isolation. And I wanted to go back to what I knew. When we apply this to the self-talk concept of my family knows this one language, when I began speaking and thinking in a different language, I felt that kind of loneliness, that disconnect, that sense of I don't really know how to express myself. We are speaking different languages and I don't really know how to con communicate with the people who speak the language I'm trying to learn. So it was like, which one should I be using? Should I awkwardly fumble with this self-empowerment, with this self-love? Should I keep trying to learn that? Or should I just go back to what I know where I feel connected? I feel part of something. I feel capable. I feel like people understand me. I, I know I'm understood. And so as I learned this new language of personal empowerment, I didn't realize that it was very much akin to learning a foreign language, that 
speaking the old language that I was comfortable in meant that I was stuck in the negative self-talk. But as I tried to learn this new language, I couldn't quite articulate what I was trying to say. It didn't always come out right. I didn't always believe what I was saying. It really did feel like I was trying to speak Dutch for the first time, stumbling over my words, feeling embarrassed, feeling stupid, feeling like I'm never going to get this. And so when I reflected on what he said of learning a new self-talk program is the same as learning another language, he was so right because number one, that immersive factor cannot be understated. When I think about the fact that I spent almost two decades trying to learn a foreign language and then became convinced I couldn't, and then within a year did the same thing that I had been trying to do, then I realized that yes, these things can happen. Our brain can be rewired, but it does have to be immersive. Like I said, you have to make a commitment to yourself, to your well-being, to your growth, and become immersive in this. So for me, this meant I had to change a lot of stuff that I was absorbing into my mind. I loved listening to podcasts about cults because I find the stories interesting, but I think I also just relate to the people in the story, their feeling of disempowerment and their and a power struggle. And so I stopped listening to them because I realized that was reinforcing the language I was trying not to speak, which isn't to say that those podcasts aren't valuable and that no one should listen to them, but that for me in the place I was at, it was not helping me to learn the new language. And so I just made a choice that what's coming into me needs to be this language that I'm learning. It needs to be one of stories of empowerment. Anything is possible. You are a divine being. And when I feel confident and fully secure in this new language I'm learning, I feel that going back to these podcasts that I enjoyed before about cults and stories of struggle, that that's totally fine. But in this place I'm in, I know immersion is the key to success and I need to be immersed in what I am wanting to think and feel. When you think about a child learning a language, the language they are learning is just the one that everyone around them is speaking. We often don't consider that we are learning multiple languages about um, how to live and how to operate. So we often think about the fact that rich people keep getting richer. Why is that? Because their children are immersed in the language of wealth growing up. They see money everywhere. Money to them is a concept that they understand, money flowing in. They think and they speak in a way that says, I am rich. Abundance is who I am. That is the language they have been immersed in. And children don't really question what they're taking in. They just fully absorb it. And that is why a child can learn a language so quickly. They are just hearing it. So you want to think of this as what is the language you are learning? Are you immersed in it? And what is the language that was given to you? For people working on like love and relationships, were you shown what a healthy relationship is? Were you taught that you are valuable and you are worthy of love? What was modeled to you? What was told to you about yourself from your parents, society, culture? Is that a language that you are still speaking and living by? And do you need to fully immerse yourself in something different? And as I said, when we learn a new language, it's uncomfortable. And we continually want to retreat to where we feel comfortable expressing ourselves and connecting with people who understand this version of us. 
As you are working on rewiring your self-talk and immersing yourself, I have something to offer you to help you to get into that mind state to really understand what it means to begin thinking and speaking in a new language. And it's a package of empowering visualizations. There are currently 28. These are some of my most powerful work. And what they are going to do is get your brain training itself to think and feel and believe what it is you want. There are visualizations for money, confidence, uh, your ideal career, body love, creating the ideal relationship, creating a supportive friend group, being healthy, successful, so much good stuff. And they are so powerful because they do rewire your mind and they will again make this something that you will know I can do this. It's like when I went to Holland and I realized like, wait, I can do this. I just needed my belief to change first around it. These are going to show you, yes, you can. They're going to give you the belief I can think and feel in a different way. I can be comfortable in this new language of empowerment, love, respect, value, abundance. They're going to give you the belief and the belief is so powerful to all of this. Believing you can change is the cornerstone of everything you're trying to do. So that's the empowering visualizations package and you're going to get all those visualizations and you're going to have a lifetime access. You can get that through the link in my episode notes or by connecting with me on Instagram, you will find a link in my bio to all my packages. That's at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa. Thank you so much for joining me for this really fun and powerful conversation that I hope was helpful to you. If it was, please leave a rating so that together we can reach more people who are working on empowering themselves and trying to understand their beliefs and their limiting self-talk. I would love if you were able to just quickly leave a little star rating. You don't have to write anything. Um, and I guess that's the, that's the end. So this is the healing sanctuary of the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Field. Thank you so much for joining me.